community. And we know that you've put so much energy and time and planning, but also just the relationships that you've built as well. And so we just wanted to give you a small little gift just to say thank you, uh, but also as a church, recognize what you have done and currently also still do, and uh, just say thank you. So can, can we do that? Okay, we're going to move into time of worship now. Um, unfortunately, this screen is still not working because the bulb hasn't arrived yet. So if you, the screen is up there for people who would like to follow the words there. And uh, I'll pass over to Nathan, the band. Thank you. Let's stand to our feet. Psalm 34, verse 8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. We're going to start off this morning by just singing of the goodness of God. You can recall it from your life, whether it's decades of marriage or decades of serving or decades of God's goodness in your life in various ways. Let's sing of God's goodness. You are good.
Let every heart adore, let every soul awake. Almighty God of love, we welcome you with praise. We welcome you, Lord. We bring our lives before you this morning, Lord God. Whatever's going on, the highs and the lows, we bring them before you and we offer them to you as a sacrifice of praise. Saying, Lord, they're all yours. It's all yours. We want to lift your name up this morning, Lord God. We want your name to be exalted. We want you to have the glory and the fame because yours is the name above all other names. We're going to sing the joy of the Lord. And Nadia's got some actions for us down here if you want to follow her. But let's sing this together. Amen. We're going to send our children downstairs. Parents, please take them and register them. We hope you have a wonderful time this morning. We love you, appreciate each and every one of you serving our children this morning. Thank you.
Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good.
Let's just rest in that this morning. The goodness of God. You've been so, so good. So, so good. You remain faithful every day. Through my highs and lows. You remain faithful every day. When my emotions lose control. Faithful, you are so, so good. So, so good. So, so good. Blessing after blessing after blessing. Yeah. 
thank you to Nathan and the band. A couple of the words which have come to us has been worshipping. Um, Janice is going to share in a minute something the Lord has been saying to her. But also felt that there's somebody here this morning who's known God and been with, with Jesus as growing up in their family, but then has drifted away. And I sense God saying, you need to come back to me. My forgiveness is there for you. And it's like they had a sort of picture of Jesus holding out his hands to say, he wants to welcome you back into his arms. And he's saying, just seek me and you'll be restored. If that does mean anything to you, please do come up and have a word at the end. I'd love to pray with you. So please do so. Jan, do you want to come and share your words as well? Um, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't even think John knows this. I don't like me. I like me on the inside because God's there all the time. All the time. But I don't like me on the outside. I don't like mirrors. I don't like windscreens and shop doorways. And one Psalm one three nine says, "You search me, Lord, and you know me, and you know when I sit and when I rise." You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. And you are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me and too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit and where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. Thank you, Lord. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Or if you hide under the duvet, you're still there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn and if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, doesn't matter because even the darkness will not be dark to you and the night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you for you created my inmost being he created all of your inmost beings and he knitted each and every one of you together in your mother's womb and lord i do praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made and your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. If there's anyone that doesn't like themselves, inside or out, I'd be more than happy to pray with you at the end. Thank you. Thank you, Jan. Thank you. Nikki, I think you're going to come and lead us in prayer. Thank you. Um, I'd like to lead us in a prayer for ourselves and for our loved ones. Just encourage you to um, close your eyes and maybe hold out your hands to help you hear from God. Father, Heavenly Father, living God, I thank you that you never leave us. And I thank you that your goodness follows us all the days of our lives. And I just wanted to suggest that we sit for a moment 
and we remember a goodness of God that we have received recently or a long time ago and that in our hearts in our the prayer place of our minds we thank God again for that goodness and for anyone who struggles to think of the goodness Father, I pray that you would bless that person, that they would know your goodness, that they would have eyes to see it, and that they would be able to experience your love. And Father, um, we think of our loved ones in our family or in our close friends who are on our hearts at the minute because things are not going well for them and they're not in a good place. And I just encourage you to think of one of those people. Father, we lift these people up to you. We pray that you would meet with them directly and that they would come to know your goodness in their lives. We pray that if there's anything that you would like us to say or do to bring your goodness into their lives, that right now you would put something on our minds that we could do. Father, would you give us the courage to be generous? to share the goodness that you have brought into our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, Nikki. I'm going to ask Andrew now to come and share God's word with us. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. yeah, my name's Andrew, and um, it's great to be able to come and share um, with you this morning. Uh, we're going to be continuing our series um, looking through the Psalms at real life, real emotion, and real God. Now, last week, some of you may have been involved in the thank you day in town or gone along and enjoyed some of the things that were going on. Um, it's a thank you day um, just to say thanks and to share some of the stuff that's going on in the town and in community groups. And today um, we're going to be looking at giving thanks and what that means for us. So I wonder if I begin, what are you thankful for? On the next screen. We did test this earlier. Should where am I there we go we'll see how this works again in a moment when I go to the next slide um, I wonder if some of these things on the screen uh, reflect what you're thankful for maybe it's for friends maybe it's family health pets somewhere to live somewhere to call home nature, things around you a spare clicker, <laughs> um, Wi-Fi, many, many, many more, I'm sure, um, you can think of. Today, I'm going to be looking at Psalm 136, and this is a psalm that David wrote about giving thanks to God, and um, he was helping the Israelites to remember all that they're thankful for and to lead them in giving thanks to God. 
the psalm would, would have been um, spoken or sung in a way where the priest would have said the first line and then congregation, others, would have repeated the second. And so that's how I'm going to read it today. I'm going to read the first line and then I'm going to get, ask all of you to respond with his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him alone who does, to him who alone does great wonders. Who by his understanding made the heavens. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. Who made the great lights. The sun to govern the day. The moon and stars to govern the light. Govern the night. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt. And brought Israel out from among them. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. We're halfway through, we'll keep going. It's an important, important line to remember this, we're halfway there. To him who divided the Red Sea in two. And brought Israel through the midst of it. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. To him who led his people through the wilderness. To him who struck down great kings. And killed mighty kings. Sihon, king of the Amorites. And Og, king of Bashan. And gave their land as an inheritance. An inheritance to his servant Israel. He remembered us in our lowest state. And freed us from our enemies. He gives food to every creature. Give thanks to the God of heaven. What a great reminder um, that psalm is of all the good things um, and all the things that um, the Israelites had to be thankful for and that we can be thankful for today. Now, I, from reading this psalm, I saw three main themes um, from within it. The first being a reminder of who God is and what he has created and is able to do, to focus on the characteristics of God. The second is a reminder of God's redemption of the Israelites from Egypt, how he led them to safety, making a way for them to live in freedom, sharing his power over rulers of this world and from nature. For example, the parting, the Red Sea. And the third is focusing on what he continues to do, his everlasting, his everlasting mercy to us, his people. This is no longer just for the Israelites, but all who call on the name of Jesus. This shows the real personal side of God and how he's interested in each and every one of us. So let's look a bit more at how um, David's lead, leading us to give thanks through this psalm. So as I just um, alluded to, David begins the psalm by reminding the Israelites of some of the characteristics of God. David is leading them to remember who they are worshipping and giving thanks to. Giving thanks for who God is, the truths about him, and singing praises to his name. And begins in verse 1, saying, for he is good. This is not just because he does good things, but that his very nature is good. A God who is ruler over the world, but is good in nature. God of gods, above all other gods. 
Many false gods would have been worshipped at that time, statues and other things. This is a reminder that there is only one true God that our thanks and praises should be going to. And Lord of Lords, continuing to remind them that God is sovereign over all. In Deuteronomy 10, verse 17, um, written, For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, uh, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. We have a God that is for all people. His love for each of us is the same. There's nothing that we can do to earn it or nothing that we can do to reduce it. His love for us is the same. The verses four to nine continue to ref reflect on all of creation and a God that does great wonders and the creator of all things. As Jan was um, saying earlier, he created us in our inmost being. He's the creator of all things. The vastness that we um, learned about when Graham spoke a couple of weeks ago, right down to our intimate, personal parts of each and every one of us. He created all things that they are enjoying and we enjoy today in nature and creation. There's a God that designed the world to be in order and not in chaos. The psalm writes, the sun to be the ruler of the day and the stars the ruler of the night. God's creation so finely tuned, but yet so vast. Yeah, and this is the same God that we worship today, and we can thank and praise him for the same reasons as are in this psalm. In fact, we have an even greater understanding of wonder of creation through science and scientific advances. We have a much greater understanding of how finely tuned um, God's creation is. And the characteristics of God are reflected on there have also been displayed in human form through Jesus. All the truths mentioned about God are true of Jesus too. We serve a triune God. We believe in a triune God. Characteristics are the same for the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and um, God the Father. So firstly, we can give thanks for who God is. The psalm moves on to reflect on what, on what, Jesus, what God has done for the Israelites in leading them out of Egypt. He took them out of oppression and led them into freedom, performed great wonders in doing so, signs that made clear could only have been done by God, the sending of plagues, splitting of the sea, and many others. A show of power over rulers, he is above all kings, and all kings and rulers will bow down before him. And he led his people through the wilderness, a time when they did not know where they were going, but had to trust in God's leading and God's provision for them. These verses recount a part of the testimony of the Israelites at the, at, at the time, but we all have our own testimonies of what God has done in our lives. So we could replace these verses with things that God has done in our lives and how he's revealed himself to us, led and guided us. So second, we give thanks for what God has done. The psalm then continues um, to look at what, um, to encourage his rights, to give thanks for what he continues to do. He's a personal God. Words such as remembered and rescued are used in these verses. He remembered our, from our lower state and rescued from our enemies. God saw them and brought them out of their oppressors. Throughout the Old Testament, he raised up prophets and leaders to lead his people out and give them, give them rest from their enemies. But these were all temporary. Jesus is the eternal saviour. Just as the Israelites did not have a way rescuing themselves, there is no way that we can earn our salvation. That is the gift of grace from God to us who believe and put our faith in Jesus. 
In verse 25, he continues. He gives food for every creature. Is a God so great that he created all of creation, as we looked at earlier, that cares for each of our needs, provides all that we need, not necessarily all that we want, but all that we need. It's a great display of mercy to God that he cares for his creation at such an intimate level. And that's all of creation, from the ants on the floor to um, elephants and larger animals. We have a God that cares for each of us, reveals his mercy to us each and every day, and the mercy that endures forever. The final verse in the psalm is reminding the Israelites of who they're worshipping again, the God of heaven, a glorious God. And the glory of his mercy and grace should be taken into account in our praises and thanks to him. When we give thanks to God, we are thanking a God that knows us intimately and fully, one that knows our mistakes and struggles, but still welcomes us further and further into his presence, and one that's love endures forever. And so much so that he sent his son to die on a cross to make a way for us to come into relationship with him, to take away the separation of us and God. There's nothing that we can do to make him love us any more or any less. I'll say that again. There's nothing we can do to make God love us any more or any less. His love endures forever. And that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. A love that we all can have access to. Whether you've been Christian for years, recently, or are still um, looking in or trying to work out what this is all about. It's a love that's there for all of us and that we can all access. So let's be thankful for who God is, for his characteristics that are unchanging, for what he has done, both in the past, when we look back at what he's done throughout the Bible, but also for what he's done for us and what he continues to do is a personal God and interested in each of our lives. All three of these points that I've got on the screen are all pinned together by the second part of each verse. His love endures forever. Everything comes out of this love. In Colossians 2, Verses 6 to 7. Paul writes, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. What a great challenge and a great encouragement for us. Challenge to live our lives rooted in God. And that as we do that, as we turn our eyes and draw ourselves into the presence of God, out of that will flow our thankfulness to him. And that we can be strengthened by faith, and we have the Holy Spirit as well to help us um, in that. At the beginning, I put up some pictures of some different things that we can be thankful for. All these things come from God. They're good in themselves, but they should not take away from us giving thanks to God. Let's keep our eyes fixed on the cross. That God is at the center of our praises. And we can thank him for these, the things that we have in our lives and that we've been blessed with. But let's continue to keep our focus on God. Let, he, let him be the center of our praise. Now, you may be here today and thinking that's all well and good, saying you'd be thankful to God, but I don't feel very thankful today. But we can take encouragement from the psalm 
that recalls God leading the Israelites through the wilderness. It's a time where they probably felt they didn't know where they were going. They probably didn't felt, feel very much like giving thanks. They had seen great things that God had done in the past, but they were in a stage where you've done all that, but now what? Well, where, what, what's my point? Why am I here? But let me encourage you that God is still there. His love is still enduring. It endures forever. And he is with you in places where you maybe don't feel. And for those of you that maybe don't yet know God, I want to give you an invitation today to come meet Jesus and come into his presence. He is a God that has made a way for us to come and to know him, for us to receive Christ, as it said in Colossians. And if that's you, I'd encourage you to talk to someone, come and talk to me, Nathan, Rob. We'd love to pray with you and discuss that with you. We have a God that wants to welcome you, wants to share his love with you, and reveal more and more of himself to you. And Psalm also encourages us to draw back to God. It ends with give thanks, reminding the Israelites of the, of the God that they are serving. And maybe as Rob spoke earlier, you're here today where you know God or have known God or have drifted a bit away from God and are in a place where you're not really sure where you are. I feel that God's encouraging you to come back to him, come back into his presence. He wants to give you his joy and his love and share more of what he has in store for you. And as the band come back up, um, I'm going to um, end in prayer. Father God, I thank you for the truths that are in this psalm. I thank you that we can give thanks to you in all situations. I thank you that you are an unchanging God. The characteristics and truths about you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I thank you for the things that you've done in our lives and the things that you continue to do. And I pray that you'll help us to um, be remembered of those and to continue to give our thanks back to you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Andrew. I've just felt as Andrew was speaking, God's really speaking to us as well in terms of being thankful and giving thanks to him. It made me think about the fact that quite often I don't say thank you to God enough or I miss saying thank you completely. And it, God just reminded me of when I was a child, my mum was very keen on this. If ever I was given anything, have you said thank you? Say thank you. And she's right. You know, to be thankful for people when they do something for us. But that stayed with me all, the, all, the, all my life. And I've tried to say thank you to people, but I realise I don't say, say thank you to God enough. When we just think about, can we have that Colossians verse from chapter 2 again? Is that possible? When we just think about what God says about giving thanks in his word, just challenged me to think, you know, we need to actually be thankful and we need to express that and one of the ways we can do that is to express it now so we're just going to give we can get that verse up if it's possible and then we're just going to give you time i'm just going to give you time to just call out something that you're thankful to god for it might be about who he is it might be about something he's done for you or for your family it might just be thankful yourself because you know god and you have a friendship with him you have a relationship with him Says there, doesn't it? So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthen the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. It's not just, oh, thank you, and move on. 
It's overflowing with thankfulness, really appreciating all that God is, all that he has done, and how we have been built up in him. So please just be brave enough just to call something out that you are just thanking God for. God's goodness. Thanking God for his peace. Thanking God for sorting out our finances. Sorry, say that again. Thanking God for giving us friends. Thank you. And God's perfect timing. Yes, his people around us and people in this church. Mm. Thanking God for his guidance. For our families. Thank you, Lord. For healing. Thank you, Lord, for healing. We know there's been some tremendous healing going on in this church over the last months, years. Thank you, Lord. Sorry. For the cross, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the cross. Thank you for Jesus dying for us on the cross. Yes, thank you, Lord, for our town where most of us live and the communities we live in, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence with us, that you're always there for us. You never leave us on our own. So, Father God, we just want to say, the depths of our hearts, Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for all that you have done for each one of us. We thank you for your presence with us, the way in which you demonstrate your love for us day by day. And we ask, Lord, that you would just Enable us, Lord, to recognize that and be thankful to you more and more that we just recognize who you are and what you're doing in our lives, Lord. And we can just be thankful at all times. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together. We're going to sing, Give Thanks to the Lord, our God and King.
to say thank you to the band as well. And a big thank you to Nathan. It's the last time he's leading us in worship today. Bless you, Nathan. Thank you. So as we conclude the meeting, just a couple of things to think about. Do sit down for a moment. The encounter meeting next Sunday, which is the 16th of July, will be at Old Soldier's Farm, the home of the Blackstone family. So thank you them for hosting us. So that's at 6pm, so slightly earlier than normal, 6pm, around a campfire with hot chocolate, marshmallows for toasting. Families welcome too. So please put that in your diary if you haven't already. 16th of July, Old Soldier's Farm. And remember, it's 6 p.m. It's been good to have guests with us today. If you have a welcome pack, then please do fill in the Connect card and put it in the, in the box. Uh, it'd be good then for us to actually be able to see people and understand who people are, etc. It'd be great. Please make sure you look at the update online for details of coming events. There's lots of information there, which is important. And in a moment, just ask parents to please remember to collect your children. It's just about 11.45 now, so please don't forget to collect them. Let's just close in prayer. Father God, we thank you for what you have been saying to us today. We thank you for the way in which you speak to us, you meet with us, you're always there for us. It's so good to know that, Lord, and to know how you just are so great and so wonderful and yet you're there for us all the time and we can just speak to you any moment we want. You're always there and you're always ready to receive and ready to listen to us and ready to, to speak to us. We just thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for your word, which is so great in terms of just showing who you are. And we just ask, Lord, that you would continue to help us to give thanks to you, to be thankful to you because you deserve our thanks. And it would be we would be amiss if we did not give you thanks for who you are, but also for what you do and how you look after us. And we just want to close by saying once more, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for all that you do for us as individuals and as a church. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, sorry, this is not planned, but could we just show our appreciation to Nathan and give him a big clap? Thank you. It's just been fabulous learning from Nathan as he's led the worship team. We've all really benefited from it, and we are super grateful. and coffee is available if anybody would like it do help yourselves